They're coming to get you. The persons who have recently died have been returning to life. Have been returning to life. The Fear Central Radio Show. Hey, fellow horror fans. Welcome to the Fear Central Radio Show. I am your host, Mike. And uh, joining me this week, we've got... Chris. Heather. Katie. Paul. And we're all here. All right. Hmm. Uh, And we have two new people. Two new people. People. (laughs) Well, sometimes... They're they're four-legged people. Sometimes they're better than people. You know, we've got some extra furries. If there are weird voices in the background, you all heard Baby Cujo and And Devil Devil Dog. Dog. So, mm-hmm. But now we have now we have Lilith, Lilith, and Zool, 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 the whiniest of all of them. Now, was yes. he the key master or the gatekeeper? He was the gatekeeper, I think. Gozer was the gatekeeper. Yes. Oh, okay. okay, there, okay you there you go. Gozer the Gozerian, right? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I crossed right. the streams. <laughs> Don't be crossing. The I think there was some stream crossing streams. in this film we watched tonight too. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. I was beginning to think Heather dropped LSD and all her shit. <laughs> I didn't pick this movie. <laughs> this is not my pick. My pick was my pick was the last time. Yeah, right. but you cooked the food. I, I was on, I was I had a I had a whole other movie lined up, and then I was thinking back about our going through horror history, and then I realized nobody made comments about Wicker Man like they had seen it before. So yeah. I was like, eh. okay, yeah. So now that you've got what we watched, we watched 1973's The Wicker Man. We can't and so we are doing our watching sure. review on it, um, directed by Robin Hardy, mm-hmm. written by Anthony Schaefer, written by Anthony Schaefer, directed by cool. Peter Snell, wasn't it? I think both of them yeah. dropped yes. acid. No, no. <laughs> Robin Hardy was a director. Robin Peter Snell was the producer. Producer. Yeah. yeah. Anthony Schaefer. Writer. Okay. Robin Hardy director. So, yeah. so the official <laughs> synopsis before Paul corrects everything <laughs> is a righteous police officer investigates the disappearance of a young girl. While searching for the missing girl, he comes into contact with the unusual residents of a secluded Scottish Isle. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pretty good. So, far, so far, so far, so far, it's so good. That's where it ends. Okay. <laughs> that, that, that's about, that's about yeah. two um, seconds of the film. Evidently, mm-hmm. a, a well-respected film. Rotten Tomatoes gave it 90. Uh, IMDb gave it a 7.6 out of 10. Woohoo! Yeah, it, it's got a it's got a cult following. Yeah, it does. It definitely no, does. Yeah, so does Trolls, but you know, I really don't want to follow that. And, and just to let everybody the animated know, movie, or did you mean Troll Two? Both. Troll Two. <laughs> <laughs> but just you, you can't piss on hospitality. <laughs> I won't allow it. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, oh goodness. my god! And what was the one with? Uh, Garbage Day, Day. Uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night Part Two. Yeah, so many great bad movies. Yes, yeah. and we've pretty well this seen a lot of them. Yeah, I wouldn't say all of them, but we've seen a lot of them. So before we go any further, just to let y'all know, this is not—I repeat—not the Nicolas Cage version. No, no. uh, uh-uh. no. So, before you're like, yeah. oh, Wicker Man, I've seen that. No, 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 no. This is the one that started them all. Yep. No. It's also uh, not appropriate for small children oh, or teenagers for no. that matter. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know. If you're trying to get your, you know, get the birds and beads across, maybe. But I uh, do not uh, want my children <laughs> getting to that age where we're going to show very, that film. It's to a show very them natural what. movie. Very it, natural. It lets people know the maypole's all about the fat phallic symbol. And yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, and can we just say 70s? I'm just. 
you know. It is yeah. seventies. Yeah. It is very seventies. Bush was yeah. affluent. So um, there wasn't a whole lot of almost, bush going on. Well, they were jumping over that fire too much. They were burning it all off. <laughs> Which is why it would be mad to wear clothes. That's right. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, God forbid. So so starring in this one, Edward Woodward, mm-hmm. uh, Christopher Lee, Diane Salento. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, Britt Eklund is often referenced mm-hmm. in yes. this as Willow, the landlord's daughter. Yes. Which is quite a song about her. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's quite a dance by her, too. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, got a little, I got a little trivia on that one. Oh, do you? I do. Oh, Lord. She was pregnant while she was filming this movie. Yeah. And so they, most of the shots, they shot her from the behind. chest up. And behind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she used a body double. Yeah. Oh, so so the, the ass Ooh. shots were a body double? Yeah, that was a body uh-huh. double. Wow. That was a very uh, willing body double. Yeah. Yeah, very yeah. willing. That so. was, yeah. I thought I remembered um, hearing. Here's a little bit of a trivia for you. Since you said this was one of your favorite uh, roles by him, Christopher Lee. Christopher yes. Lee agreed to appear in this film for free. Seriously. Seriously. Okay. Said it was. This is why they didn't get a hairdresser. Said it was uh, <laughs> the greatest role he he ever played, or something. Yeah, he he yeah. came back for one scene in the sequel that came out last year, 2016's Wicker Tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a sequel? There was a sequel. But the thing is, is, it's written and directed by the director of this one. So they say it's from the creators of it. Thing is, you'll notice in the credits it said Anthony Schaefer's Wicker Man, not uh, Robin yeah. Hardy's it, it Wicker did. Man. Yeah. Gotcha. Dun, dun, yeah. dun. I, I watched a little bit of it. A well, little bit? A little bit. Not the whole thing. Not the whole thing. This is, Did you uh, stop like what? Five minutes into it? 10, 20? I was generous. About you were generous? Th- about 15? 15? 17? No, Katie says she's generous, but I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't watching it. This was yeah, all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some other trivia the film was inspired by an engraving called The Wicker Image mm-hmm. and the Britannia Antigua Illustrata. Yeah. <laughs> By so, <laughs> Sam's in 1676. So, some people have doubted the historical existence of the Wicker Man, suggesting that it came from Roman propaganda by people such as Julius Caesar. Mm-hmm. Damn, uh, Caesar. there is, however, undeniable evidence that the Druids and the Celts practiced human sacrifice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, this is definitely Celtic. Okay, so we mentioned at the very beginning of the film on the dinghy. The dinghy. Oh, there was a, there was an eye. Mm-hmm. All seeing eye. They never really talked much about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this says that the evil eye rowing boat, which takes Howie to and from his plane, was not constructed for the film. It belonged to a resident of Plockton. Upon seeing it, the producers it cool. decided it would suit the film, and the boat survived until 2004 when it was destroyed in a storm. Moment of silence for the boat. There's a lot of love for that boat. Yeah. <laughs> Thus sacrifice. It, it was a pretty awesome boat. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Little rowboat with an eye on it. It's blue and red and everything. I mean, how Com could you not love that? Corn yeah. rigs are bonnie. Corn rigs are bonnie. Yeah. So, uh, the lyrics for this song were actually written by Robert Burns in yep. 1775. So. That is something that I that is something that I like to not tell people when I show them this movie. The that first it's a time. musical, yeah. or that you know it. <laughs> yeah. No, that I I like to let people just 
figure out on their own. Like, oh yes, there's going to be a lot of song numbers in this. And then they inquisitively turn to Paul and look at him and question his sanity. <laughs> but the thing is that's interesting about this is it's not a musical in the sense that it's like... Singing and dancing. It, well, it's not like singing and dancing numbers that aren't referenced. Right. It's like singing and dancing on as part of pagan practices and like festivities right like it's actually it's actually going on in the plot of the movie i like how we keep saying you know pagan but it was really more leaning towards the druid so so i mean like except for maybe the song in the bar so i don't think leonard's daughter was a pagan ritual so the the, so since you know i mean so since this is going to be the point counterpoint thing, I'm probably the one that loves the movie the most, but mm-hmm. I and you're probably the one that likes it the least, Chris. Actually, I kind of did dig it a little bit for its time. It was pretty, no. you know, cool, but just the well, I I am willing to. Con- they kept throwing well, pagan like most people throw a Christian around. Well, here's the thing: I'm willing to concede. I'm willing to concede some of your point, actually, because as much as I like this movie. I have some thoughts in I have some thoughts about in you know, personal worldviews about how conservative either Robin Hardy or Anthony Schaefer was when they made this movie because the 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 thing I love about the movie is that it's two belief systems that right, butt clashing. up that butt up against each other right. and it, it is what makes the movie so uncomfortable is there is fierce belief on both sides Oh yeah it all starts with a dinghy. But at the, but at the same time, no, it all starts with a missing girl. But at the same time, I don't know where the worldview on the writer or the director of this movie well, is. Given that it was back in the seventies, you kind of have to, yeah. Because it's real, it's it. really closed. It's really closed off to the point that you're just like, is this sort of paranoid, paranoid viewpoints of anything that's not Christianity, or is it like just an academic? Debate between the between two it kind of points. Feels, it kind of feels like maybe the they they both had their separate beliefs, and it was like, well, this is what I believe, and this is what you believe, so let's make it a movie. And Bing, Bang, Boom, we've got yeah, lots it, of it movies. Didn't really yeah. seem like it was an all-out eighty-nine you know, minutes war of between the two. Dancing and singing and nakedness. It seemed like Katie's it raising her head. <laughs> it's okay, honey. It's not. You know, we're not in. You, you can come out now. It's okay. So <laughs> I look at it as like, so. The seventies is a time where the mainstream mainstream is really defying everything that the establishment is right and right. that's what the the flower child movement was about a lot of the flower children actually did didn't follow christianity at all they wound no. up following pagan religion right and this is a i feel like it is a statement on that and it's a reflection of what was going on at the time uh, when you have a group of people that have said that this doesn't work any this you know christianity that doesn't work anymore so we're going to go back to paganism and get this and it's this whole idea that these it's this the mirror aspect of what was going on in society and people trying to remake what they saw into what they thought would work and that well everybody does that every day every time they go to church it doesn't matter what religion yeah but it's a little it was a little more intense in the center well yeah back in the 70s you know when the the historian starts talking we all be quiet yeah (laughs) we just let her talk well to reinforce what she says there is actually evidence of that in the movie because whenever they go whenever they go to town records uh they bring up roan morrison's grandparents 
parents. Yeah. Yeah. And they say Brenda and something. It's like Rachel and Ben. Yeah. And, and, good, and he's like, names. Christian names. He's like, well, they were quite old. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you get the impression that it was a Christian island and then... It just went crazy. Lord Lord and Summer Bohemian Isle's family and... took over. I feel like it is, it, like the, the entire thing is a, is a statement on that. It's a the examination of what would happen if we let things get out of here. And they make it into a horror movie. Right. Well, you also have to realize that this came only within six years after Time Magazine put out an article called Is God Dead? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very so, popular article. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Real controversial for the time. Mm-hmm. So, um, it, it feels like if it was tried, if you tried to make that movie today, it would not be. No, as, there's no way. No. It, there's it no way it would be even got finished as widely accepted. Facebook as, would be signing so many petitions. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so many well, petitions. You'd, 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 have, you'd have your your fundamentalists, as we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. that would be out picketing it and trying to keep it from getting in a theater and whatever. Dogma got picketed yeah. when it opened. Uh, yeah. Can you imagine oh, what Lord, this I would love right? dogma. <laughs> or Martin Scorsese's Last Temptation. Oh, oh yeah. Lord. Um, but then you'll have your other side that's not going to care. They're going to want to go see it because it sounds interesting. And then you're going to have that group that's just not religious at all anymore. And they're like, what's the matter? I don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. but for those people, it's normally if you're told this is not okay, we can't you, we can't show this, they're all like, hey, let's go do it because they say we can't. Mm-hmm. The so really that's is. why I bought Two Life Crew. So I, <laughs> I thought it was because you liked the girls' butts on the cover. No. Yeah, liar. It was because the, 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 the uh, uh, Tipper Gore went, this cannot be played as band. And I was like, Okay, I won't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure too like crew thanks you for your, your contribution. Huh. Yep. So um I personally have only seen a highlight reel of it, but Mike and Chris have seen the remake mm-hmm. themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. How would in how would you say this compares? Like what would you say that are kept or anything? Well, because the remake is made more American style. Yeah. It is a little more fast-paced, mm-hmm. as, as opposed to the British version, which British people just talk a lot, and it's real slow. British version is yeah, definitely long and drawn down. This, this one didn't seem as slow as some of the other. Right. It is only 94 UK. minutes, just yeah. so you yeah. know. Yeah, it, <laughs> really? It seemed, because it felt like a lot longer <laughs> with all the singing and dancing. And well, for you, for you it did, but it didn't seem like that for yeah, me. It, it was it not nearly like, as long as the movie we just watched. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it that felt like it took four days. Cure for this? wellness is what she's meaning. Yeah. I was not going to mention I was the so terrible saved movie. By but, Grace well, you said that long, one. so it two and a half an hour. So. Yeah, it was two and a half hours. And it was. felt like about four days. Um, but it wasn't as slow as other BBC films I've seen. Yeah, yeah. But it was still a little bit kind of like, okay, you're talking, you're talking, you're talking, you're talking. Yeah, but that kind of made... You kind of you kind of had to have that because then you would have no idea what the hell's going on because you're walking around and I think that's why they put the songs in it. But I like the songs, honestly. I, I thought it was... Honestly, honestly, the only reason this works, the only reason that I think this movie can even be considered a horror film is because it is a lesson in contrasts. Oh, yeah. It is very, for three quarters of this movie, it is mystery with sort of a lighthearted, quirky tone. Mm-hmm. And then it gets, and then it gets to the ending, mm-hmm. which is not lighthearted. No, <laughs> right. not at all. Um, 
I'm gonna go ahead yeah, and pull I'm up thinking roasting somebody's flesh over fire is not exactly Spoilers. hard. <laughs> well, I mean, even if you've seen Sorry. the remake, it's it's you still yeah, know the end. I mean, it's not. Yeah. Who's the director on the remake? Um, on the remake? Yeah. I don't know, but Nicholas Cage needs money. <laughs> I was on it. I think he's the guy that did in the company of men. In the company of men. Yep. I I swear I, I swear the director of the remake of the Wicker but Man. You has also see that on the remake that Anthony Schaefer is credited as probably the original story of it. Probably. Yeah, because yeah. Neil Naboot um, did the, uh, the screenplay. The the synopsis for this one or the logline mm-hmm. is a sheriff investigating the appearance of a young the disappearance of a young girl from a small island discovers there's a larger mystery to solve among the island's secretive neo-pagan community. Neo-pagan? Neo-pagan. Mm. So. Because they're all women. And it only got <laughs> 3.7 on IMDb versus the 7.6 for the original. I am willing to bet a lot of the upvotes are all based on Nicolas Cage in that movie. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Although it's, it's sad to say that, you know, you got Ellen Burstyn from... Uh, Requiem for a Dream and The Exorcist playing Christopher Lee's part in that remake. Yeah. And she feels, like, from the clips I've seen, she feels very, very underused. Yeah. <laughs> um, but here's a little bit of trivia for you. I don't know if you knew this. Um, many years after the film was made, Edward Woodward revisited some of the locations and claimed <laughs> that he found the makeshift cross that he makes during the film Okay. Still intact where he left it in the original scene. Oh, <laughs> good going prop master. Wow. Huh. Yeah. So. Yeah. So what was funny is uh, during, while we were watching this, y'all referenced, you, you referenced, uh, I don't remember who it was, but somebody referenced Hot Fuzz. I did. <laughs> Simon, if Simon Pegg were here, this would be all taken care of. Yeah. Hot Fuzz references this movie, and Edward Woodward is in Hot Fuzz. Oh, he's the, that's he, right. He's the, guy, he's the guy at the very end oh, with the blunderbuss yes. that like ends up explode, blowing up yes, the, the, the police bar. station. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's got a big bush. He got a big bushy beard. He's got a big bush. What? <laughs> I thought he was gonna Not stop there. Movie, I was didn't. like, wait a minute. I want to know what his bush like. Thank you. Not in this movie. He didn't he'd burn it in the fire? <laughs> uh, so that references. There's several scenes where there are unclothed people dancing around. They are butt ass naked. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't just come out and say it, Mike. Everywhere. I mean, it is everything. But the problem, I think, they were all shaved because otherwise they get singed. Yeah, yeah, but (laughs) I think one of the one of the things that's also uncomfortable is that at one point they've got these girls dancing around the fire, but they're not women. They are girls. They're not. I I don't know. They're probably like eighteen or nineteen. Yes, but they're still girls. Okay. Well, no, because they had on bodysuits that made them look like they're naked. So they could be, but it made it look like they were adolescents. It well, made, it they was, were not. The, it, the, it was uncomfortable for it, me. Wait, well, it says girls. Well, Chris, yeah. it's girls. No, Christopher Lee out there naked. Yeah. Christopher Lee actually calls them children. Yeah. In, yes. in the scene. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. See, it was very uncomfortable for me. Bodysuits make them look almost pre-adolescent. Yeah. 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 There's 
There's no chest well, development, plus, no plus, nothing. Plus, yeah. you've got that song going, and it's really falsetto. Yeah. Yes. Like, it is real falsetto about taking the flame inside you. Yeah. yeah as they Make jump. the baby grow. Yeah, make the baby grow. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying, um, that's just not something I want my children dancing. You are the one who said you wanted your children to watch this for the birds and the bees. No, I said, if you. I said, <laughs> if, if you. Hold that. But I said, if is, you. I did not say, if me. No. Thank you very much. Well, and, and here, but the thing is, is that, you know, if you wanted to teach the birds, just sing the Mayday Pope song. Yeah, I mean, that right there will tell you yeah. everything you need to know. Except right. why the feather becomes the bed. Right. Yeah. There you go. I mean, it just, it jumps well, it, from there. It's a down mattress. Well, there guess, you go. Unless See, you're allergic to feathers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then what the hell? What? <laughs> <laughs> We're reading way more into this uh, movie than we was, need to. It was nominated for six different categories and won one uh, award. Which one? Which one? Uh, let's see. And 79, it was nominated, or it won the Saturn Award for Best Horror Film. And Must so, have been a slow year mm-hmm. for horror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in 79, it was nominated for Best Actor for Christopher Lee. It was nominated for Best Director, Robin Hardy. Nominated for Best Writing, Lee, Anthony Schaefer. And nominated Best Music, Paul Giovanni. Mm-hmm. Um and then in 2006, when the DVD re-released, Wait it a was minute. nominated Best it won, Classic DVD. It won the award Jesus Gozer. for Best, for horror, best film. horror It's the, the same year as Alien, Amityville Horror. Right, but this was a Saturn Award, which is not a traditional award. Yeah, but there's aren't those British awards? Aren't. No, that's the BAFTA. Oh, yeah. okay. The BAFTA Sorry. is like the... Americans Oscar. Yes, I got it. Which is why you won't ever see a horror. Is Alien seventy nine? I thought it was seventy seven. No, Alien came out seventy nine. Really? Wow. Yep. Um, in two thousand six, when I guess the DVD re released, mm-hmm. uh, it was nominated for Best Classic DVD. So, cool. well, the reason why for a Satellite Award. I can tell you right now the reason why it would have been nominated for that is because there was a good chunk of the movie that was missing from earlier releases. Oh, yeah, that's right. You told oh, me that's, that's right. why there was that splice in the movie. Yeah, there, the master print of this during transportation literally kind of fell open and got <laughs> damaged. So there is a scene yeah. in, when you're watching the final cut of this movie, which we just watched, mm-hmm. where you can see a rip on the film yeah. right at the top. Yeah. I thought it was just a crack in time. Um, so, in two, yeah. so then in 2014, it was nominated for Best DVD Blu-ray Special Edition Release. Woohoo! Okay. You take that. <laughs> um, so, you know, it won one, nominated for all those others. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, hell's calling. Yeah, there's... Um, I'd, like to, I'd, like, I'd like to see the other release... Releases for that that went up, what it, it went up against mm-hmm. for this best DVD or best no yeah. Blu-ray. So yeah, I can tell you, I can tell you, as someone who's seen the theatrical version a couple of times as well as the final cut. Uh-huh. I had the DVD and they didn't do it like they did a much better job cleaning it up. If you go, if you pursue the Blu-ray, which uh, Lionsgate released, right? Um, but the original release was Anchor Bay and. Oh, okay. Uh, it uh, it had the it had the final cut, but it also had the theatrical cut. I watched the final cut once. Okay. And I remember liking the other scenes, but the condition of the scenes that were in question were just awful. Like they looked 
completely right. different. Like like they were like they look like they came out of a, a separate movie. Mm. And even now, watching it on Blu-ray, it's really overexposed looking. Like you can tell you yeah. can tell the different where the scenes were added. Yeah. Um. That said, mm-hmm. it's okay. really. It's really sad to watch the movie without those scenes because it has one of Christopher Lee's best moments in the film. It directly in those was, edited, was that the edited scenes. No, this it's the scene of him under the window giving the boy to the the landlord's daughter. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. And I didn't the, realize that was Christopher Lee. Yeah, yeah that was. It him. didn't dawn on me that that and was the, the same. And then the, mon- the, and then the monologue, oh, and the monologue that follows yeah. with right. the snails. With the and snails. It, yeah. yeah, but he I'll just, never look at snails. Where, he's, where he starts the same talking way. about like uh, where he starts talking about the reverence he has for animals because he's never known them to be so judgmental and all that all right. that stuff. Like, it, well, he like, could go live with the animals. He says later. Yeah. 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 Which it really sets up the tone. It sets up some of the themes of the movie. It sets up the tone. It really does. It gives you insight into his character. And if you don't have the final cut, it's just like missing from it. Mm-hmm. And right. it's one of the bigger moments for it him. is. I mean, because if that wasn't thrown in there, you'd be like, wait, what? I'm really confused. Yeah, you stay confused for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. The, in theatrical, he doesn't show up until midway through the movie. Yeah. Well, that doesn't make any sense. That's important. Well, we've seen other films that have done stuff like that. Lots of them. Yeah. Yeah. Not at all good. <laughs> most of them bad. Yeah. Uh, most of the Summer Isle residents, they're named after trees, flowers, and plants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rowan and Willow and yep. May. <laughs> What's the other one? Uh, Myrtle. Wasn't that the, yeah. the sister? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> So. Although it's pronounced metal, metal, <laughs> metal, <laughs> kind of like mutter. Uh Evidently, mutter. Uh, Anthony Schaefer had a cameo. Okay, he was present during the filming of the final scenes and is said to be among the villagers. Mm-hmm. I guess he. I guess so he's he out there. A, I guess he gets while the things on fire. Yeah. yeah. Well, where did you go? <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. You got, if you're gonna put something, if you're gonna take credit from the director. <laughs> you call it your movie. You're gonna force yourself in there as a cameo too. Force you just wrote it. Right. <laughs> um. It is rumored that the original negative of the film linked version was used as landfill in the M3 motorway in England. <laughs> Actor Christopher Lee has said that this was apparently done on purpose because of Michael Dealey's dislike of the film. Hmm. Well, no. Okay. Maybe that's why I got damaged. No. <laughs> it was roadway. Yeah. Um, filming occurred between October and November, so mm. there were no trees in blossom. Yeah. 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 Uh, the trees in the scenes with the pregnant women had to be brought in, and were all handmade. Huh. Really? Yep. Okay. Edward Woodard admitted. One of the memories of filming that stuck in his mind was watching the trees being brought in on the back of a truck as he had never seen anything like it. <laughs> I like the regular in trees. <laughs> <laughs> Which there are there are a lot of trees in this movie. Yes, there and are. They're, they're, they all look very nice. In that scene in particular, it looks like a grove of trees. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like a full grove. Uh, Christopher Lee also paid for his own press tour out of pocket. He and really, hit every stop willing to interview him about the movie. According to rumor, 
some farmers in Iowa were surprised to see him out on live early morning public access shows. No. Well, look at there. There's old Christopher Lee. There's old Christopher Lee. <laughs> I, I know him. He's Dracula. So, yeah. Honestly, um, we of course, we lost Christopher Lee. Yes. Was last year? Or was, was it, it last year? year? I think it was last year. Too. I think it was last year. It was year. really I recent. I think it was last year. Let me, let me see. It was, it, I may beat fast fingers of this. Uh, 2015. 2015. Okay. June 7th. It was, a, it was an anniversary recently, June 7th. Okay. Mm-hmm. He was uh, 93. Yeah. I was... Yeah, everybody has those actors that get real sad and they, they get sad when they hear they passed. And uh, Christopher Lee was one for me. And honestly, one of the like the, the first performance that popped into my head after he died was this movie. Because, uh-huh. I mean, he's not in the, he's not in the majority of the movie, Mm-mm. but he plays a big part. He plays a bi- he plays a big part in it, and you can tell he is completely giving himself to the role. Yeah, I can also yeah. tell he waved the rights to a hairdresser. <laughs> <laughs> He's on the cliffs in Scotland. Of course, the wind's gonna blow his hair around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Evidently, he uh, he was a good humored man. Yeah. Uh, I was just reading here that uh, there's noise in the background. Yep. Um, That's Zool. That he evidently and, and baby Cujo. Oh, when he was 77, he confirmed that he had lost an inch of height that was now six four. Okay. <laughs> now that I'm 77, I'm only 6'4". This guy also made a heavy metal album. He did. <laughs> a heavy metal Christmas album at yes. that. Actually, he made three heavy metal albums in F- after the age of 95. It was yeah. amazing. If you've never listened to it, you hmm? need to listen to it. Hmm? Maybe after 85? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. It, but they're all historic... But the... Uh, they're all historical heavy metal albums. Oh, they're amazing. Yeah. They're amazing. <laughs> he uh, also he also was a spy for Britain during World War. Of course he II. was. Of course he was. Yeah. So my my favorite my favorite story about Christopher Lee was actually from the set of Lord of the Rings where he was Saruman. Um, Peter Jackson was instructing the people on set is like, so whenever this guy gets stabbed this is what it's going to look like whenever they try to fall. And like Christopher Lee kind of leaned in. He's like, I know what it looks like when someone gets stabbed. <laughs> and there's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, we'll just leave uh, that. During his final scenes inside the wicker man, Edward Woodward was reading his lines from giant cue cards placed around the surrounding cliffs. It doesn't look like it. No, yeah. it doesn't. I would have never Except guessed. For that hand. How giant were those cue cards? They would have to be Hollywood huge. Giant. It's billboards. <laughs> it's like, um, oh no, Jesus well, God, well, no, Christ. Well, I mean, if you think about it, it only shows the townspeople from one per specific pers- angle. One specific angle. It's his angle. It's his angle. Yeah. So yeah. I would think that they would be close enough that he could read them, but not be seen on camera looking down from the from the wicker man. Yeah. Right. So. Uh, so he also did get pissed on by the goat that was above him. I would assume I, so. Yeah, he got scared. I, I, I can imagine every animal that was in that structure yeah. got scared. Yeah, 
There was fire. Yeah, fire. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm willing to bet to be safe it was just smoke. Yeah. But, but, but even still... That screaming goat will get you every time. Well, you know... I'm, yeah, it... From, from just you're, listening you're in to the a small animals, little cubicle hear... of, of, of wicker, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you're trapped, and you're up in the air, and you can't... Yeah, I'd be scared. Especially, mm-hmm. I mean, you can hear the animals, and they, I yeah. mean, they they're genuinely wailing. sound... Yeah. I mean, they're genuinely scared. I mean, yeah. it's the screaming goat, and the chickens, and the cow, and well, you got a, you, ducks. You got, a whole, ducks you got a whole town singing this delightful melody... While someone's screaming a hymn in the mm-hmm. in the structure you're at, and there's mm-hmm. smoke all around, you, you're gonna be a little yeah, nervous. Just a little bit, just a little. So the uh, plane shots arriving were actually filmed in South Africa because they didn't have the budget to glue blossom to that many trees. Okay. Yeah, it was it was supposed to be from May May days from April 29th until yeah. May 1st. Right. Well. It was supposed to be shot in May, but it was shot in October and November. So right. they, they had to glue on all the cherry blossoms right. on everything. So the blossoms on the tree. Apple evidently, blossoms. They looked good. Mm-hmm. Even in high def, they yeah. still look good. Yeah. So evidently, while the plane was coming in, they didn't want to have to do that entire island full. Yeah, so they found somewhere blossoms. else that had blossoms. So. There you go. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so perspectives. Um you got we got a whole lot of interesting perspectives for this movie. Yeah. Uh, so we'll start with this was Katie's second time watching the movie. Woo! What was your two and a half times? Two and a half. Two and a half. Throw that half in there. Second complete. Yeah. Okay, because we spot checked it when I bought it on Blu-ray. Yeah. Um. So what was your what was your initial reaction to this movie? As someone who doesn't watch horror films like that often. I was not fond of it at all. Um, <laughs> I have no idea why. <laughs> why? Um, because it's it's interesting. It's not like a it's not a traditional horror movie by any means. So you're not it it doesn't do what you're expecting. And while it's chilling, it also leaves room for thought. Mm-hmm. And that allows it to grow to worse whenever you try to sleep. So. <laughs> well, see, and that's what makes a great film, though. Is yeah. It, it, if you walk out of the theater and you have, it's like you never went. Nah. Then it's not worth a movie. It wasn't a great movie. Right. But when you get one like this, and it's like years later, you're like, Wicker Man. At this point, and that point, and this point, and you're like, that's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. All right, so Heather, who hadn't seen the remake, this was her first exposure. What did you know about this movie? I didn't know anything, honestly, All going right. in. Cause I well, didn't I think ca- there was a wicker man. <laughs> no, the only thing I really knew is that there was two movies, and one was a remake, and one had Nicolas Cage, and that yep. was it. Okay. I had no preconceptions coming into this movie at all. Okay. And it was uncomfortable in parts. When did it start getting uncomfortable? When he got to the island, because just every, immediately. Yeah, because it was like he was, he was there and he was searching, and they were like, "We don't know, we don't know what you're talking about. You can't come on here. You can't come here." And it's like all of a sudden, it's like, okay, so there's going to be some resistance here, and it's kind of going to get, you know. Yeah. You could kind of feel the tension, you know, watching the movie, right? And then all of a sudden, it's like. Okay, but so. but it's it's interesting. Well, it's interesting to note that they're not standoffish, though. They're really no. not. They're 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 polite, but they're like having they have no idea. Well, the, then they it, say the name of a lady, and then they're like, 
No, we don't know her. Oh, wait. She's the one who owns the post office. It's weird because they're sort of courteous but condescending yes. to him. I think what really throws the scene off is the fact that not only do you have the group of guys that are going, no, we don't know that kid. Oh, wait. No, we know this late. Everybody in the buildings behind them are opening their windows and hanging out of it Just looking. looking. Yeah. Like, hey, what's Because there's an outsider. It yeah. Was, yeah. It's like the opposite of... You know, meet me at high noon where everybody closes their windows. Right. Yeah, it's it's a welcome committee, but it's sort of a paranoid welcome committee. Oh, wait, there's a new person. There's well, I mean, for, for a first-time view, it was very uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> but I will watch it again. It was a good one. I yeah. enjoyed it, even though it was uncomfortable. But I kind of like movies that make you uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, not uncomfortable in a, like, Cannibal Holocaust kind of way. Right. But uncomfortable just enough to kind of get you out of your skin and think okay well this is totally different from what i see mm-hmm. so maybe i need to open my eyes a little wider and see yeah it, outside it, it, of what's the norm it's more of a thought-provoking it really is yeah it really is it makes you, th- you go wait i never thought of it like that <laughs> kind of a you well, know i'm damn sure not gonna be running around naked having sex in the cemetery. I mean, that's just not going to happen. She wasn't having sex. She was just crying at the tombstone. I'm sorry. She was naked on the tombstone. I'm sorry. But everybody else was having sex. It is a really evocative image, though. It really is. is. It's one of those things, like, while we were watching the movie, I mean, uh, Chris especially was like, what the hell? Like, all of y'all were like, what the hell? Whenever got to the breastfeeding woman holding the egg in her her hand. I I think it was the egg that threw everybody off. I was looking and I'm going, okay, she's breastfeeding and then she has the egg. But then when they got to the maypole. It's a stark design imagery, though. It it is. But then when they got to the maypole, it was like, oh, wait a minute. Okay, here we go. I get the egg now, and I get the mm-hmm. yeah. okay. Gotcha. I'm I'm good with this now. Yeah. So I okay. kind of know where it's going from there here. There were parts of it that seemed like it could have been a Kubrick style. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one in particular, just very symbolic. Yeah. yeah. Where it's it's mostly in the image and not dialogue yeah. or anything that pulls it together. Yeah. 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 Um, I saw the remake first. Right. Um, this one threw me a little bit because I didn't expect it to go as deep as it did into the religious connotation between the two the right. policemen and the, and the rest the of the island because yeah. Yeah. the remake is no religion it's more of a men versus women kind of thing which that the fact that you said that well you said that before we started recording kind of surprises me because honestly i want to say maybe 80% of the tension I get off the movie is the fact that you've got two people with devout beliefs going, you know, like, face, like facing each other in the end whenever it gets to the, mm-hmm. the sacrifice scene. Because it is just, it is just yeah. sort of heart-rending because you're like, there's no way you're talking anyone out of what's going on. This is happening right now. Right. And we all think we're justified in what we're doing. Yeah. Um, it, it it seemed almost lame to him going to back into the Roman days. You know, yeah. he's all. I mean, especially the symbology when um, they have him in the full long white kind of gown thing mm-hmm. look very similar to as when they say that Jesus was led to the cross. Yeah, they, they put the they put the. Uh... It's almost like Ash Wednesday type thing with the, yeah. they put the paint on his forehead. Right, right. Yeah. So um, we're losing people. Yes, we are. <laughs> we, they're coming in and out. Okay, okay. 
Um, so this time around, because I've seen the movie a few times, uh, this time around I did rec- I did recognize what really bothers me about the sacrifice in the end of this movie. Okay. Is how much of a violation it feels like for the main character. Right. Because we're forcing you to be the sacrifice for our belief system, for our benefit. Right. We're we, we, you're gonna you're doing a great thing, buddy. But you know, we it doesn't matter that you it doesn't matter what you believe. It doesn't matter what you think. We're ha- this is happening, and you're benefiting us. But it also takes takes precedence in the fact that we've manipulated you to do all this on your own. So it's not like you're really, we're forcing you to do this because we've already manipulated you to get you to this point, so you're just going to finish. Right. Right. It's, it's also interesting. Uh, I caught this line uh, this time watching it that he says, and we're doing you, basically says we're doing you a favor because we're making you a martyr. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's, uh, it's interesting that not only is it we're going to use you, but it's also... We're doing you a favor right. in this. Yeah, I was starting to wonder if we were going to see the Wicker Man. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like they were doing that whole thing right on that cliff, and they would, they did the, the whole juxtaposition shot over the cliff to see the rocks and the waves coming in. I'm like, they just jumped them over the edge? Yeah, because... Where, where's that, the Burning Man? That blurb, whenever he's reading in the library, it says they either throw them off cliffs yeah. or they burn them. Right. So, <laughs> so you're like... Well, at least they put uh, Nicolas Cage in a Burning Man. Yeah. <laughs> and you said there was a difference between the the Wicker Man and each version. Yeah. Um, this one seems seemed a lot more stout. Plus, it had all the animals in it. Because mm-hmm. I don't remember Nicolas Cage's having all the animals. It was just like they showed him in. Yeah. So it was like their sacrifice because that movie seemed to be more male versus female. Where this one was more sacrificing to appease our gods, to have a better harvest, which is mm-hmm. really paganistic kind of motif. Yes. You have the animal sacrifices along with him, mm-hmm. which made the big difference, too. Um, I think it seemed taller than the one with Nicholas Cage because of the added animals, I guess. Probably. I mean, you had, what, five animals in each arm? Something like yeah. that, yeah. There, there were yeah, at least like four cages in each arm. Yeah. And then there was the central cage above his cage. Which mm-hmm. was the pig and the goat. Yeah, yeah, there was like two up there, wasn't there? Yeah. Like the coat and then the pig above that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I think that's why this one looks a little more um, fuller, mm-hmm. I guess would be the best term. More robust. More robust. Yeah. It was fatter. <laughs> so. Had the girth. So uh, as far as. Everybody's got their uh, certain thing that gets them in horror. Yes. And audio cues are a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. Right. And this movie does excel in that. Especially when you get to the end wherever it finally gets real uncomfortable. Yeah. You've had all this music going on. Background music and on, mm-hmm. like, like background score and... Uh, Sorry, that's the emergency alert system. Okay. Okay. Zombies are about to attack. <laughs> Fair okay, enough. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather be with you people for the fun zombie apocalypse yeah, there than we go. people. So. There we go. Yeah, I could be stuck in a store with dimwits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was it? Huh. Huh. Well, 
It must be serious. It must be. Yeah. Or maybe it was Rowan that close. Morrison. Oh, damn, Rowan. Oh, it could have been that close, though. What? It could be that that one is really close. It could be, and yeah. And it's actually within our area. Yeah, I don't know. My phone hasn't gone off. Mine either. Yeah, I, yeah it's all. out of Corpus Christi, so I don't oh. I don't know. Not, not close, then. That, that's, no? that's a first. Hmm. That's further away than usual, actually. Yeah. 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 Bit of inter- interesting fact: yeah. Amber is somehow related to me. Oh yeah. Yes. Really? Wow. That's amazing. Okay. Huh. Amber Jennings. The one that they that started the Amber. Yeah, the one in Saginaw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember. Up around the Metroplex, yeah. Jennings. Yeah. It was right before her. Now this was one in Arlington named Amber. I can't remember her last name, but she was somewhere related to me somewhere. Huh. Hagerman, a- Amber Hagerman. Yeah. Because we were related to Opal Jennings. Oh, okay. Look, I didn't even have to look it up. I remembered. Look at you. <laughs> I don't know. What, Anyways, do you, what do you think? Um, I'm a little... About lost. the end. Uh, I kind of liked it. I mean, it was... You got all the animals in the wicker. Right. In the wicker man. And then they put the very religious Christian man in there. And then all of them start singing this, you know... It, Very upbeat, <laughs> but it's, it's a 13th century. Um, I, I can't remember what they called it, but it, it's based on a 13th century song, mm-hmm. and so they're singing this very mm-hmm. folk, very old song, and he's in there, like singing as loud as he can these hymns, right? And mm-hmm. then praying, and they yeah. just are singing and happy, you know, yeah. smiling, and it was it was very tense moment in the movie. I, I, I rather enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I, don't know, it, it. I like the tension when it's not in my house. Yeah. <laughs> when it's on the screen. Yeah. And and the moments that led up to it before that, whenever they were preparing him and everything, right. the, all the all the music cuts out. I yeah. think that I think all that raw. I think that I guess the my favorite part was when they get him and he first sees the wicker man. And then you feel it feels like you see everything. It's like you feel everything that he's feeling because all of a sudden it's like, oh my God, I'm going to be burned alive. alive. Yeah. You know, they're going to cook me alive and in this big giant wicker thing. And, yeah. you know, so. I don't know. Was it me or did it almost seem like the wicker man in itself in this one was also symbolic to Christianity? It seemed like um, a reverse Noah's Ark. Uh, yeah, yeah, kind of. Because you had all the animals in there, and then you add him into it. But instead of saving them, they're going to be mm-hmm. burned mm-hmm. as sacrifice. Wow. We got quite the rodeo going on in the living room. We do. <laughs> oh, they're both getting him. Yeah, he, <laughs> it's amazing. He's being he, bit off, he, he bit off more than he could chew that time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, puppy dog rodeo going on in the living room. Yeah, That's yep. great. Hell, uh, hounds will play. I'm telling yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Telling you. Um, no, I just thought it, it. I was just thinking about that because it didn't really dawn on me while I was watching it. But as I sat here and pondered on it a little bit, I was like, "Well, that's almost another symbolic scene between the whole paganism and Christianity." Right. Mm-hmm. Where it was just like the anti Noah's Ark. Right. So I thought that was all interesting. You ever think about that before, Paul? I did not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Looky there. Looky there. I had not because I'd never seen it before. So this is new. Yeah. New. I'm getting all the new well, feels. Like I said, because in the, in the remake, they don't have all the animals and stuff. In it. It's just Nicolas Cage. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's why I never thought of it. Stung up Nicolas Cage. Yep. Ooh. The bees. The bees. The bees. Yep. 
<laughs> Doesn't seem like bees would work in this one. No. No. I mean, <laughs> you know, with all the failing apples and such. I don't know. I, and I don't know if it's because it was made in the UK, but it seemed very unlawful most of the time. I'm just going to search every house. Uh, do you have warrants? Right. Um, or do they not have... Because you well, they kept the asking. queen. Do they, you not they need kept warrants? A, well, see, they kept asking, and he kept... And at one point, he was just like, I'm going to do it whether you like it or not. You know, no. I'm just going to break the law and figure out what's going on yeah. here. And but it's important to note that, you know, uh, there there is a reason that he's the one that comes to it. Because he gets, he gets, personally gets the note. The anonymous letter. The anonymous letter that wrote missing. about Rowan well, being Well, maybe missing. we should say why. Because they open up the film with what he is before he's a cop. He is, he is uh, very... Uh, Involved in his church, yeah. Like he, they show him the, the one of the first things they show is him taking communion and acting as a liturgist for a service he yeah. gets in. So he's like right there up with the pastor, yes. and the priest yeah, and right, priest, yeah, it's an elder, deacon, yeah. whatever the equivalent is in the right. In the and, and he is, and, and he is also a, a, a also a police officer. So it's right. like he has these strong Christian values and then he's also and got this strong moral law, law right. mm-hmm. you, know, you know and then he goes and, yeah, and yeah and then he goes to this very unlawful unchristian place yeah. and it's where like people are fornicating out trying of the, the, to the open <laughs> you know well, I also heathens like a whole bunch of heathens comment. there was also the one comment where he's like never in the history of the UK has anyone been uh, kidnapped and released alive right so mm-hmm. it's like that's very interesting yeah mm-hmm. and then I think the one part that kind of grabs you that I wasn't really aware to, I wasn't really thinking about I was thinking okay well they're going to burn him alive and people are going to come but then he says there will be no trace right mm-hmm. so what the hell are they going to do with the plane burn it <laughs> sure throw it on the fire right why not no. Add that to it. Sink it. Sink it. Or it would be better to sink it and then have wreckage and say he must have. Yeah. 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 yeah that could be too. Yeah. yeah. How many planes are down there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many times have the crops failed? Yeah. Right. They said it. They said it was the first time. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was looking on the wall, it was the first time. Yeah. yeah. Because the oh, trace yeah, yeah, it yeah. was always bountiful. Yeah. So. Which then makes you wonder about the comment where this soil on this island isn't even designed to grow anything. Mm -hmm. Well, this is last year was the first year. Well, how's that if the land isn't even designed to grow? Right. So, another thought. You can make anything grow for a short amount of time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but this is like right. his great grandfather yeah. brought the his apple. Grandfather. Oh, grandfather. grandfather. Yeah. His grandfather brought. Well, the how many apples. photos were there? Uh, it was only it was up like, to 1971. But but there was like well, two 1971. Yeah, yeah. But like, the, in the well, row the there was because the top row had what? The 72 was missing because this had took place in. There was 12 photos. Okay. There was 12 photos there. But total. That, total on the wall. Okay. Okay. I went back and counted because I like, can see that scene. I thought there was seven or eight on the top row, and then there was one missing, and then like another six or seven. Or I think there was six on the top, and then five on the bottom. So there would have been a twelve total with the without the one missing. But the indication. Now that I'm, now I'm sitting here thinking about it, the indication did, doesn't make it sound like it's that's it, where it was. It's not that recent, and but the thing is, is now that I thought about it, 
when he's showing the portrait, he said, "My grandfather raised me to be blah blah blah." So I guess he, I guess he was raised by his grandfather. No, he says my father because his father also was there. Not in the painting. No, but he, he says my father raised me to be okay. because he talks about my grandfather was there out of necessity, did this out of necessity. My father did it out of love. Okay. Right. Well, he said the grandfather was a. a Something benevolent man. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> okay. I don't know. The implication seems to be that whenever the grandfather took over the island, it started the tr- it started the trend, the downward trend uh, away from Christianity for the citizen for yeah. the citizens of. It, it sounded like he did it, like he instituted the paganism. Yeah. Because before they had never been profitable. And he brought new, he brought in fruit and that kind of thing, and made it prosperous. Oh, that's right. That that's the reason that the crops were good because that's what they said. Is the grandfather was big into that. Yes. That's the reason that you had the crops <coughs> in Summer Isle at all. I can't remember the word he used. Agris something. Agronomist, I think. You yeah, said. agronomist is what it was. Yeah. Oh, that was the dance. That was a big word. I was looking to see if I could find it. <laughs> um, I love how he's like, shocks are better with the knees bent. Sit. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so yes. Converse, conversations like some like some things are always better with the knees bent. <laughs> better absorbed with the knees bent. There you yes. Go. <laughs> uh. You say the dinghy, please. No. That, they put that as a quote. Yeah. <laughs> First line. So, okay, you just, I guess the whole script is there as quotes on IMDb. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Somewhat, it's like yeah. a whole long line of yeah. of them. So. Animals are fine, but their acceptability is limited. A little child is even better, mm. but not nearly as effective it's as the right, the right kind, kind of, of adult. Man. Yeah. Oh, the right kind of adult. That's right. right. Kind of adult. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, no, I was looking to see if I could find something where he said about his father and grandfather and all that. So, in general, what, who would you recommend this movie to? Like, if they were fans of something else, is there anything to liken it to at all? Um, I don't know if there's really much to liken. I mean, I would say you have to... Not just want to go see a blatant, you know, uh, saw or hostile or Teresa's kind of, you know, just mm-hmm. gore it's fest. It's a pretty non violent movie. It is very non violent. Not much language either. No. It was pretty much just all nudity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I would. I would say if you like a good thought provoking film, this would be you, one. Or if you like the 70s type horror movies. like Or if you, you like boobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's lots of those. There's lots, lots of, those, of lots of dancing boobs. Yes. And, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I don't. I don't. Really no, I, I, but a good thought provoke. If you like a thought provoke, like if you, if you really like Wes Craven films, you would like this film, right? Because he has such I mean, an intelligent this is, style. This is not a full on kick you in the teeth horror movie. No. This is a get you in the cerebral cortex kind of thing yeah, and yeah. get you to where you're like oh shit and go Things to bed tonight and all go, of a sudden mm. exactly you know wake up in the morning and wonder if there's a yeah. liquor man out back um, also I would say if you're very fundamentalist Baptist religious <laughs> you're 
probably don't want to watch this probably movie. Probably not. But if you're very fundamentalist, you're probably not listening to I would to say us. you have to have a <laughs> big, open parachute mind. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I have, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I won't re- reference my religion, but yes, I have a very... What, Zool? Very sweet. <laughs> Looking at me like I said something wrong. He's been coming and giving me lots of love. <laughs> he just looked at me and tilted his head like, what? And I was like, what? <laughs> Did I say something wrong? <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, The Wicker okay. Man. Wicker Man, there we go. Enjoyed yeah. it. It yeah. was great for my first viewing. I'm glad I watched it with you guys. I don't yeah. know that I would have enjoyed it as much by myself. By yourself, yeah. yeah. It, there was a lot that I probably would have missed out on. Yeah, because you've been like, um, I'm going to smoke. It's awesome. <laughs> It's also one that, you, yeah, it's also one that if you're in the wrong kind of crowd, it'll just be a terrible viewing yeah, experience. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not a so. watch in a party atmosphere kind of movie. No. So. so yeah. I said, you, it, you have to have an open mind and, and very thought-provoking attitude. Right. I mean, it's not one that you actually have to sit and just watch, otherwise you're going to miss something. No. Like Although Dune. I was afraid I was going to. I know. That's I why she is. didn't get up and go pee. I know. I waited and waited and waited and waited <laughs> until the credits rolled and I was gone. Yeah. In the fi- yeah, in the final scenes. Yeah. Like, oh which God, are oh God, oh real, real long. Yes. <laughs> we, we, we actually thought she was dancing with the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing my own little my own little sacrifice yeah, ritual it, dance. It was really the pee dance. It was the pee pee dance. So it looks very similar. Pee. It does. <laughs> <laughs> it, it looks very similar to their sacrifice dance. Um, so we're still waiting to hear what we're going to watch next week, but we, yes. will, we will post that. Thank you, Paul, for sometime. this wonderful yes, pick. Yes, Paul. Mm-hmm. Katie so far, will be picking our next So far, one. the best of the three that we've watched. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad to hear it's better than Bye Bye Man. Bye Bye Man is at the bottom of our list. <laughs> so far. So far. And then... And then Rupture. Rupture. And then, and then this and, one. And then this one. So uh, hopefully it'll so stay up there. We'll, we'll yeah, work our way. Keep climbing that ladder. Yeah. And we are I'm not sure going to we'll review. Get a notch or two that'll bring us down a little. Bit. Yeah, but we're definitely not going to be reviewing a cure for wellness just in case anybody. No, no, we won't be doing that one. <laughs> no, um, unless you have three hours of nothing to do, and you're highly sedated like I was, yeah. you it, might enjoy it. And I did not. Oh, so I really you're adding that was, to the runtime. It's only two and a half. <laughs> um, it felt like four days. So <laughs> yeah. three hours. Although is, I know. did like that version of "I Want to Be Sedated." I do. In that film. I did like that one. It, it was, was it if it wasn't the Ramones. It wasn't the Ramones. It, it was very. It was very like. Um, we'll play it. She she found it, so we'll play I'll find it, it for you in a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll figure out what we're gonna watch next week, and we'll let y'all know. Um, other than that, if you've got a film you think you want us to watch and review. You can let us know on one of our many socialite sites. Mm-hmm. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Fit it? YouTube? Maybe? Oh, because I have figured out how to get our audio shows on YouTube now. So now you can go to YouTube and watch it with uh, keyword Fear Central Net, all one word. Uh, otherwise, go on over to Google Play or iTunes and subscribe to us. And that yeah. way, you'll always know when that we've got a new show coming know. out. Or you could, or you could you. just go to the website. Oh, yes. You could. And you could also buy something for yourself there. You can. 
the great thing about going to the website to check us out is we have our own store powered by Amazon.com. I wonder if they have a, like a little wicker man you can hang from your rearview mirror. I bet they know. have like uh, the, the sun god that you could just hang on your wall. Oh, I bet so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't it, know that I want the sun god on my wall, but it, I think I'd like I, to have a wicker man hanging in my be, car. I think it would be really great if you're like into all the organic stuff. It would be. Maybe it would have like the like the capability of putting oils on it. And you oh, just make a, it, a, a diffuser. Yeah. Yes. yes, a wicker man. If you, anybody who's listening, we we, we definitely need to do this. Arts oh. and crafts day. Oh. Arts and, and crafts day. And uh, the hand of fate. Oh right? yes. You could get yes. a hand of fate. that's like candle. a scented I candle. Wonder, I wonder. That does it smell like flesh? Yeah, no flesh burning. So. Well, maybe perfumed flesh. Would be all right. <laughs> Body stockings. Can we get some of those? <laughs> um, this group. I, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to be wearing a body stocking. But oh, okay. no, oh, but the costumes, the costumes. Yes. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. the, the costumes cr- during the during the ritual. You can get a Christopher Lee dress and wig. Yes, the Marilyn Manson that's look. What I, want to I think that's where Marilyn Manson <laughs> got his look. You think? Marilyn Manson was watching this and went, "That's it. That's, that's, it. that's, that's my the look. One. Yeah. I'm just gonna put in weird context to go with it. Yeah, I, I can. He totally was big. See I mean. Religion was a big th- big part of his act, so maybe. It is true. It, yeah. it's, it's a good chance you watch this movie. So, <laughs> yeah, head on over to the website. Do a little shopping. Check us out on... So what you got to do is you got to go to Google Play or iTunes and download or subscribe so you always get the new show. While you're listening, head on over to the website and be listening to us while you're shopping. Okay. That works. That's a very good tutorial. Yeah. Very nice. You like it? I, I like it. Nice. I like it too. Great. Ooh, there's a poster. You buy the poster? Not when I hit it, you can't see it. <laughs> What's on? It's I can't a, buy any like wicker. Very I, vintage. I yes. can't buy any wicker man paraphernalia off of the website. I tried. I can't. Oh, no. Man, you're really going at it. I was looking for it. I'm, I'm really thinking I want one. Jen's going to wake up. There's going to be like a... Oh, no, he's awake. Day. He's awake. That so. would be a next day shipping. But there's this poster of the ritual you can get. Um, Yeah, I don't need that on the wall. I have a son. I have a son who will be 12 on Wednesday, so I definitely don't need that. But there you go. There's his birthday present. There you go. Uh, no. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Oh, here's He's a cool very, one. Um, Look at that one. All right. That one's pretty cool. Yeah. Christopher Lee and Edward Woodward in The Wicker Man. That would make a good hey, t-shirt. Right? It yeah, would, too. Would. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, so there you go. Check us out every week for a new show. And uh, we will <gasps> be doing... You can get a Wicker Man pagan cork for your <laughs> wife. It's cuter. Nice. It's amazing. <laughs> she was very excited about that one. Yes, I was. Um, so yeah, check us out every week for a new show, and don't forget to subscribe to us and comment to us on our many social media sites. Uh, we will have a new movie to watch next week for our watch and review. And I see what's been going on. No, we're good. Okay, okay. Um, so there you go. That's this week, and we will always catch you every week. And as Always stay scared. Fear Central is a product of Thoughtbox Studios. Copyright 2017. For more information, visit thoughtboxstudios.com. <laughs>